You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey everybody, welcome to Nerd Overload, the pop and geek culture show where whoever has the most toilet paper at the end of the week wins. I'm Cody. <laughs> I'm Sam. I'm Josh. He's back! He's back! Uh, so yeah, we're back. We're going to do a show here. We have a bunch of news to go over, but first let's talk about some things we've been checking out. And Josh, it's been a little while, so why don't you kick things off? <laughs> Man, it has been a minute. It's been a it? minute. It's been a minute. Yeah. He's not dead, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> My mom was like, when's Josh going to be back on the show? <laughs> oh, wow. I mean, I was missed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah you really were. Oh, all right. So things I've been checking out in my hiatus. Let's call it a hiatus. Of, yes. of, of adulting. Yes. Temporary <laughs> hiatus. An adult hiatus, which sounds kind of gross. <laughs> <laughs> sounds sexy. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm like that one character from BoJack Horseman, you know, the kid stacked in a trench coat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> What's his name? It's something adultman. Victor? Yeah, yeah, Victor Adultman. Victor Adultman, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and nobody gets it except Bojack. He's like, they're literally doing that thing from the Little Rascals. <laughs> oh, Vincent. It was Vincent. Oh, yeah, Vincent Adultman. A Vincent Adult Man who works at the business factory. <laughs> uh, anyway, related to that, uh, the last season of Bojack came out. Oh, okay, yeah. And uh, we watched that. They really kind of pull a thing on you, like they think you're they you they make you think they're gonna do a thing, especially in like the last two episodes. Oh, okay. Where something might happen to the titular character. Oh, okay. That sounds like what they would do. <laughs> but then they don't. Yeah. Yeah. That, that sounds like what they would do. <laughs> Subverting expectations. Yeah. I mean, going back and rewatching the series again, despite the weird kind of world it is. Mm-hmm. It's really good, and sometimes you kind of forget that some characters are animal people. And I think that was kind of the point of the series. Like, well, yeah, the 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 show itself is relatively. I mean, it's kind. It has funny bits, but it's it deals with depression, some pretty, yeah. serious, pretty serious stuff. stuff. And that's why I haven't finished it. Is because it gets kind of hard to watch. Not, yeah, not because it's not good. Because it's, it's a fantastic show. It's difficult to watch. That's same yeah. same here. That's why I haven't dug into it quite as much. Yeah, it definitely has some moments, but it's so quotable at times. Oh sure, <laughs> it's kind of funny. Like the other day, I saw someone on Twitter made a bunch of. Um, they drew a bunch of uh, uh, Animal Crossing style characters. Oh, They're all Bojack. That's a good people. idea. Yeah, that is yeah. really good. Yeah, <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, but the last season was really good. It wraps everything up, and it makes you kind of feel like. Everyone's lives are a little better when Bojack's not around as much. Oh, oh that's huh. <laughs> but huh. most of that's his fault. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. That's that sounds about right. Hey, I heard something about their tossing around the idea of a Mr. Peanut Butter spinoff. Oh, please. I mean, yes, with the please. with the direction they take the character, especially in the last couple seasons, it would make it not bad. Yeah. Like, you know, cuz sometimes he is so sickeningly positive. But that's why I like him. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, he's he's a good boy. He's a good, good, good boy. He's a, uh, oh, what's the, the the guy that voices them? Paul. Paul F. Tompkins? Pa- Paul F. Tompkins. Yes, yeah. He's very funny. I yeah. Like he was the one talking about how they've, they've pitched him something, and that's all he went into about hmm. it. So I mean, that's it, interesting. I mean, it might work. It really depends. 
Mr. Uh, Peanut Butter's a dog, by the way. Yeah, he yeah. is a he's a yellow lab. Yes. From the Labrador Peninsula. <laughs> <laughs> and he acts very much like a human yellow lab would act. Yes. <laughs> and his brother, Captain Peanut Butter, is voiced by Weird Al. <laughs> oh, the, oh, right. Okay, yeah. <laughs> it's really weird and kind of like funny to hear Weird Al deliver lines that aren't funny. <laughs> But they're more like really depressed. <laughs> I mean, it, it might work mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as long as they don't shoot in the foot like they did, you know, to Converti or something like that. Uh, still mad about that. <laughs> I, I said that for your account. Yeah, it deserved an, at least a second season more than Big Mouth deserves a fourth, and uh-huh. Paradise PD deserves to even exist. You know, I tried watching Paradise PD because I didn't know what it was at the time, and I'm like, man, this sucks. I don't like this. When I when I saw the trailer has this part where like you might be offended if you're and then it just lists a whole bunch of different you know social classes and ethnic mm-hmm. groups I'm like nope that's awful like <laughs> they're they're not trying to write anything good they're just trying to be shocking and that's lame yeah <laughs> like I said I tried watching it I was like eh, no I can't get into it it just <laughs> it looks like Brickleberry which also sucks. Brickleberry did suck. <laughs> uh, let's see. What else did I do? Um, Daniel Tosh voices the. Oh well, then that's talking it. Talking animal. So you then, know. Then yeah, say, should, say no more. That should tell you everything you need to know. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, Josh. While you're thinking of your next check it out, I have one real quick that is an anti check it out. <laughs> um, something that I almost checked out, watched five minutes of, and went no. <laughs> so okay, so. You guys know me. I love bad movies, like bad either on purpose or more importantly, ones that are not meant to be not bad, meant to be bad or way. whatever. It was somebody's opus that turned out not right. Right. <laughs> right. But I also enjoy like weird, like kind of arty, bad, weird art stuff. Yeah. So uh, and every once in a while I go online and I try to find these things. And there's one that I've been I've heard about for a while, never was able to find. And recently, there's a new streaming service. It's free. It's called Tubi. And I think I've heard of it. Yeah, it's actually really cool. They have a bunch of uh, Super Sentai and the whole first season of the original Common Rider. Like the cool. yeah, the one with uh, uh, Sagata Senshiro. <laughs> you know, the whole Mantis thing with the or Grasshopper or the whatever. Grass, grasshopper. With the scarf. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. All right. But uh, anyway, um, I was flipping through Tubi the other day trying to s- just see what was on there. There's some Godzilla stuff and there's some other things. And I found the movie that I had been looking for. And I always was like, mm, this is weird. I'm going to try it. I got five minutes into it. Had to turn it off. It's called Forbidden Zone. And it was it was made in the 80s. It is notable because it was written and it's a musical for one, but a weird musical. And it was on Amazon too. Oh, is it on Amazon? I saw it on Amazon the other day when I was scrolling. Oh, okay. Well then it must've just started popping up here recently then, but it was written and produced. And a lot of the stuff was performed by, uh, Danny Elfman. Ooh. And back when he was with Oingo Boingo, even further back before they were just a band, they were an avant-garde performing troupe called the mystic Knights of the Oingo Boingo. And that's what he's billed as in it. Danny Elfman of the Mystic Knights of the Oingo Boingo. <laughs> the whole thing, I I went online and I looked up the synopsis after shutting the thing off because I was like, I at least got to know what it's about. 
It's something to do with a weird family that falls into a pit in their basement and goes to the underground forbidden zone labyrinthine mystical undertale kind of undertale (laughs) but there's weird dancing and singing and Hervé Villachez is there (laughs) and and I'm making it sound like it's comprehensible it's not there (laughs) it is it is just gibberish (laughs) it is just gibberish and nothing and some of the casting is really weird. There's a, a character that's supposed to be a small child that is like the, the plucky hero of the movie. His name is Flash Hercules. It's the <laughs> Hercules family. and His name is Flash. And it's an 80 year old man wearing a Boy Scout uniform. Oh, ew. Yeah. <laughs> and Danny Elfman plays the devil while he sings Minnie the Moocher <laughs> with Ongo Bongoy playing behind him. And... Very rarely do I get defeated by a film. <laughs> Forbidden Zone it defeated won. me. <laughs> I you, you couldn't make it to the base camp? I, I couldn't make it two steps out of the starting point. <laughs> it, I, I had to shut it off. It was it was nothing. Okay, so in UHF, when they there is a scene where they're doing their um, near the back half of the movie, they're doing their telethon. And at one point, there's these two guys, the Kipper kids, and they're just kind of standing there where they have like the Jay Leno chin and the fake nose. And they're going, whoa, whoa, whoa. They have extended parts in this film because they were part of the Oingo Boingo art Experience. house troupe. <laughs> it was weird and it was bad. But the opening track of the movie, the the opening credits song is fantastic. <laughs> and fun fact it was repurposed for the theme song to the Dilbert cartoon. <laughs> huh. Yeah. I watched the Dilbert cartoon a lot. Yeah, the Dilbert cartoon actually wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. And I think because Scott Adams had very little to do with it. Yes. But <laughs> yeah, it was, I was defeated by this film. <laughs> sorry, but, sorry, but every time you say Oingo, Oingo Bingo, I can't even, I can't even think of anything but JoJo anymore. <laughs> I think JoJo's ruined me. Well, up until this point, every time I would think of the band Oingo Boingo, I would think of the movie Back to School with Rodney Dangerfield. Oh, my God. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Oh, man. Do you remember that stupid cartoon he did? Yes. Rover Dangerfield. Yeah, yeah Rover Dangerfield. Where he's a dog. Yes. <laughs> I'll tell you, I got no respect. No respect at all. Oh, man. I remember not liking that cartoon. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. It's now not- I'm a grown adult and I don't really care for Rodney Dangerfield either. So, yeah. hey. <laughs> he's pretty one note, but he's great in Caddyshack. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Caddyshack's a great movie. <laughs> yes. That was, uh, I've been slowly working my way through a book about the making of Caddyshack. And I was say, that, that book has been sitting on your table for has. a while. Yeah. <laughs> I'm slowly, I'm very slowly working my way through it. That movie was a nightmare, and it should never have been what it is. <laughs> I guess, uh, speaking of Rodney Dangerfield and Caddyshack, apparently there was a point where he was filming. He had never made a movie before. Caddyshack was his first film, and he was doing his stand-up. He was doing his stuff while they were filming and was getting really nervous and really been out of shape because he was used to being in a nightclub and everyone laughing at his jokes, he had never been on a film before. Everyone has to be silent 
when you're doing your jokes so you don't ruin the take. And he was he was getting nervous because he thought he was bombing. <laughs> he gave himself a complex. He gave himself a complex because he didn't know how movies work. <laughs> oh man, that's almost as good as like yeah. Ron Jeremy. Thank Ron you. Jeremy. Yeah. Thank you. When he got into adult film thinking it was going to make him a legitimate actor. <laughs> He's in a crowd scene in Ghostbusters. That's true. Yeah, it's yeah. true. Yeah. Not yeah. everybody can say they were in Ghostbusters. That's there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I always thought like like that kind of just made me think of like he legitimately thought if he did that, it was going to help boost his career. <laughs> mm-hmm. No. He was in the scene when the Marshmallow Man. I mean... <laughs> That I think that's the only crowd scene. No, he was in the scene where they were about to go up to the into to the apartment, the, up into the apartment where the uh, ground breaks apart and they fall into the pit and they climb back out and there's a crowd outside cheering. He, he's very visible right there in mm-hmm. that crowd cheering the Ghostbusters on. Anyway, uh, Cody, do you got any other thing before I get? Uh, any yeah, I got thing? a quick one. I recently rented this game called. Uh, black sad under the skin and it's like i've been into detective games lately ever since that uh black he's a cat right yes he's a cat man he's a it's a comic yes yeah uh, black sad's great it is the, the game is really cool and i'm like i'll check out the comic and I, I bought it on amazon you can get like the first three like trades or whatever for five bucks mm-hmm and I've read the first one since then, and it's really cool. It's super good. He's like a super cool, like, noir detective that also happens to be a cat man. Yeah. In, like, kind of a, a gritty version of Zootopia. A little bit, yeah. That's oh, kind now of I want to read it. That's super it, good. It's super, really super good. cool. Um, the game is, is all right. I haven't played it a whole lot because I just got it, but it's kind of slow, even for a detective game. Mm-hmm. And he he walks kind of slow and, and janky, but, like... The art direction is so good. It looks like the comic does. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Uh, okay. It, it's worth checking out if if that sounds cool to you. That like, does sound really cool. Like yeah. if you're up to dealing with like kind of a not optimal situation game wise. Yeah. Well, is it? Does it feel like it's not optimal, or does it feel like a slow burn? It feels a little janky. Janky. Okay. But not not unplayably janky. It's just like gotcha. a B game. Oh, okay. Like. You know? Yeah. All right. All right. Oh, that Cthulhu game I just played was kind of a B game. It was a, it had a little jank to it, but mm-hmm. acceptable but, jank. Yeah, but the material, <laughs> the the writing in the atmosphere pushes it above the oh, jank. Gotcha. Black Sad's kind of the same way. Okay. Okay. Cool. No, but that sounds I, awesome. Yeah, I had no idea this whole like franchise existed till the other day. I'm like, this is pretty cool. Yeah, I haven't read a ton of Black Sad. I think I've I've read the first trade. But, uh, yeah, it's super good. I mean, that's kind of how I was with The Wolf Among Us. Like, mm. I played the game, and I was like, I should check out the comic. And I started <laughs> reading the comic, and I'm like, oh, this is great. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is great. So much better than Once Upon a Time, the TV series. Right? <laughs> oh, so much. <laughs> he's, such a, he's a cool-looking cat man, too. He he's is. Just like, he's, like, proportioned like a human that happens to have a cat head. <laughs> yeah, but it's a very stylized. Yeah. Very stylized-looking comic. It's... Yeah, it, it doesn't look like your traditional animal people. I don't mm-hmm. think it's a little it's a little different. Yeah, hmm. I would say kind of similar to the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, like the original original black and white Eastman and Laird yeah. style a little bit. Yeah, and it's a Spanish comic yes. that sells mostly in France. Yep. <laughs> hmm. Like I had heard the name before, but that's yeah, about it, as far as I knew about but it. Two Spanish guys that write it and draw it for the French market, which mm-hmm. is weird, but. 
Comets are huge over in in France. Yeah, they 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 are. Asterix bon, and Obelix. Bon mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I remember Lu- that one. Yep. Looky Luke. <laughs> oh, the cowboy. The cowboy. The cow- yeah. 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 Anime is big over there too. Well, that's where uh, the miraculous ladybug. Yeah. That's originates. A, that's a co-French Japan production. Yeah, and that show's great. Have you watched any of it? Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, I like it a lot. Never touched you, you it. Get a lot of Sailor Moon vibes out of it. A lot of Sailor Sailor Moon and Spider Man. Hmm. It's I would. That's basically what it is. It's yeah. Sailor Moon Spider Man. Yeah, and they specifically reversed the Spider Man and Black Cat characters. Yeah, gender wise. Gender wise, Josh, you would actually really enjoy Miraculous Ladybug, and it has continuity between episodes. Oh, that's good. So it's and Christina V is the voice Christi- of Ladybug, and she's great, and she's super great. Yeah. Okay. Christina V, a.k.a. the Black Hyperforce Power Ranger from the <laughs> Hyperforce <laughs> tabletop show. Hmm. I got Power Rangers in for the series for the night show today. Also Shantae. She's also Shantae. She and also, Risky Boots. Yep. She does a million voices. Yes. <laughs> she was in the Silly Bands movie. <laughs> there was right. a Silly Bands movie? There was That's a right, straight, was. Oh. There's a straight-to-DVD Silly Bands movie, and the other day on Twitter, she's like, yeah, I took that job off of Craigslist. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I, I saw that. <laughs> wow. Like, I remember when Silly Bands were all the rage. <laughs> I vaguely remember those. I remember commercials. I remember seeing them everywhere I went. Yeah. Seeing kids with, like, rubber bands up to their freaking elbows. We might have sold those in FYE. You probably yeah, did. you did. Yeah, they were everywhere. They were in GameStop. They were in uh, Hot Topic. They were everywhere. Yeah, they were the pogs of the 2010s. Mm-hmm. Eh, a little bit, probably before that. 2006? No, six. That's too. too no, 2006. That's right after high school. That yeah, was. That's, that's, that's too early. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Josh, do you have another Checkem? I've been watching Steven Universe Future. Oh yeah. Okay. I don't know if I talked about that before. Maybe a little bit. I don't know. I think I the last on... time you were on, you had just started Steven okay. Universe Future. Well, uh, it's nearing its its end. Oh. The, the end of Steven Universe, period. <laughs> the end of the universe, comma, Steven. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's like the whole arc of Future has been very good. Like it's been mostly about like Steven, like he's older and dealing with a life that doesn't revolve around being the enemy of an entire civilization. <laughs> And he doesn't know what to do with his life now. So it's like, what what do you do after the big bad is dis- is destroyed? And you've you've got to adjust. It's to being time a to move on. Person, yeah, yeah, pretty much. That sounds awesome. Yeah, that's interesting. And like the fact that one of his new emerging powers is based on his emotional state, mm. and it's directly related to kind of like a a pink thing. I don't know pink diamond thing. Oh, okay. But no, it's good, and it, like. The whole thing of showing how gems and humans cohabitating, all kinds right, of stuff. Yeah, I mean it's good. That's awesome. Uh, the last episode was a real kind of real touching thing between uh, Stephen and Peridot, mm, mm-hmm. and like their relationship. Peridot, that's the green. Yeah, that's Invader Zim. That's Invader Zim. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the little green Invader Zim. Right, because that's that one's green, and Lapis is the blue one. Yes, that looks like Lois from Family Guy. Right. <laughs> I guess a little, yeah. From certain angles, she has yeah. like that same hair, and it looks bad. And kind of the nose as yeah, well. Yeah, the nose. Yeah. yeah. And Bismuth looks like that one. He has the dreads. Looks like that one streamer, uh, Wooly Madden from. Oh yeah. Yeah, I remember the, the episode. Bismuth was 
introduced where she punched Lapis in the back really hard and someone had uh, drawn over it and put Wooly's like, you know, <laughs> usual clothing or whatever. It's like, Wooly, how could you? And he's just <laughs> punching Lapis in the back. Wow. With the dreads, yeah, that's kind of great. Uh, Bismuth shows up a little bit in this in this season too, because uh, she built like everything. Mm. Uh, but there's like a there's an episode. There was a recent episode called Casual Bismuth or something like that, and it's like Stephen, Connie, Bismuth, and Pearl going to a roller rink. Oh, nice. Yeah, and it's just like a night of hanging out. That's all it is. And that's cool. That's cool that the series is able to wrap things up, and it doesn't have to end with the final confrontation. Yeah, it, yeah, not like Gravity Falls or it's something like that. a season long epilogue. Some shows only get two episodes to wrap it up, which brings me to something I did. Sure, I finished OKKO. Okay oh, oh man, I still haven't done that. Uh, the whole thing's on Hulu now. Oh, okay. Like man, the whole thing, whole thing, the whole series. Oh, okay. And man, it sucks they had to end it so quick. Yeah. Like, it's really, really good, and they end it really, really well with the time they had, but you can tell they weren't done, and they didn't want to be done, and it, I mean, mm. it's just kind of sad. That sucks. That's a bummer. Um, Did it at least get a good ending? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, it wasn't like a rushed ending or something no, like they, that? Yeah, they told the whole story, and then they did, they finished the whole big bad and, and cleaned up all the plot holes, mm-hmm. and then they did one more episode that kind of, like, goes into the future of all the characters really quick. Hmm. And it kind of shows you like, well, this is what we wanted to do. Oh. If we would have had the, you know, another season or two. Yeah. This is this is this is where I would have put this arc if I had one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's really good and it answers your questions, but it's just like, man, you know, what could have been? Yeah. Well that's a bummer, but some series don't get even get that. Yeah. They get true. Oh, the big bad is dis- is destroyed. Well, I guess that's the end. And that Roll show, credits. That last episode is just called Thank You for Watching the Show. Oh, that's Aww. great. <laughs> that makes me really sad. But, but it goes through, it speeds through like K.O.'s life all the way to his adulthood till he ends up around Mr. Gar's age. Really? Huh. Interesting. I really need to get back. I really like, I really enjoyed that show yeah, a I lot. Lo- I love that show so much. It's so close to the, so if, if Cartoon Network gave me a show, oh, that's yeah. so close to something I would have done. It has the same jokes and references that, mm-hmm. like, you can tell the uh, the people who made it are the same age as me. Sure, and yeah. are into I mean, all the same I mean, things I was into. <laughs> I mean, I, I, come on, Sonic the Hedgehog legitimately makes a cameo of an yeah. episode. In uh, one of them, uh, Fink, the little green uh, rat minion of Professor Venomous. Her face turns into 12 ounce mouse's face. Oh, jeez. <laughs> wow, that is a pull. Yeah, as a joke. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, man, that's like when when the My Little Pony, when Pinkie Pie turned into the crappy 80s uh, <laughs> pony for like a split second. I mean, anytime anybody has a cup with a straw in it, it's a white cup with a pink straw. Oh. <laughs> it's like, it looks like Master Shake. Master Shake, like, yeah. I mean, they do an episode where the... The girls from the ghoul school from Scooby-Doo and the ghoul school show up. No way. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, you know, maybe that's why the show ended. They 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 had to pay for all these rights. <laughs> the rights to everything. Yeah. Uh, Enid, the ninja girl who used to be a witch, went to the ghoul the school. The ghoul school. 
And then there's the Captain Planet episode. Yeah. We've referenced that so many times I on know. the show. <laughs> there's a bit in the last episode where uh, Enid decides that she's okay with her witch side and she's going to go to witch school for a while. And she's wearing the Luna Nova robes from oh, uh, from my little magic it or uh, little witch academia yeah little oh, witch academia. really yeah. oh my gosh yeah. wow which they've name dropped luna nova on the show before wow that's crazy yeah especially <laughs> for like such like a like it, it's a good anime but it doesn't last very long i wish there was more i really like that show like i watched like the little bit like ova bits and i've watched the regular series so it's like it's that's... very cute and has a ton of heart yeah, that and, I don't. I didn't like really like the last episode or so. Is, though. is a better magic school story than Harry Potter. That's the, my controversial opinion mm. of the day. I mean, a little. I mean, there, there's a lot of like, especially when you add in any Harry Potter stuff made after the last book. <laughs> <sighs> Looking at you, J.K. Rowling's Twitter. <laughs> yeah. You- uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah, like my respect for her has fallen so oh, far. Oh yeah, I I wouldn't buy anything that she put out now. It's straight up just no. Mm. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, hey, let's go ahead and take a break here, and when we come back, we'll get into some news. Nerd Overload is a show produced under the umbrella of a nonprofit organization, Marion Community Radio WZMO. To help with our fundraising, we have become a member of Patreon. What is Patreon? Patreon exists because when creators are paid, they can create more amazing things. Things that inspire us, teach us, challenge us. Things that make us laugh. Patreon is a membership platform that makes it really easy for creators to get paid. We're using the idea of patronage, which is actually a really old idea. Exactly, Jack. If it weren't for patrons, we wouldn't have Romeo and Juliet or Mona Lisa, Mozart, Shakespeare, Da Vinci. They all had patrons. What can I do to help Nerd Overload? Patrons set a monthly subscription-style payment for the level of membership they want. Where do I go? Thousands of creators and creative teams are using Patreon to run their business their way. So if you're a professional creator, start a page and give your fans the opportunity to become patrons. Patreon.com slash Nerd Overload now.
We're back. That was Forbidden Zone by Oingo Boingo. The movie's weird, but that track is a straight banger. <laughs> we watched a clip we of watched, the movie yeah. during the break, and yeah, I oh god, yeah, I'm gonna have nightmares about it for a week. Uh huh. That was the, just the opening. Yeah, opening and the brand new ABC song, which was gibberish and awful. It did make me laugh once. Yes, that was yeah. One genuine laugh, but that yeah, that was it. Yeah, and we and it was at least five minutes. So. Uh huh. Yep. <laughs> All right, so let's get into some news. And uh, what do we want to start with this afternoon or evening or morning, depending on when you listen to this <laughs> particular show? Let's just go from the top let's of the list. Go from the top. Um, the world has combined two of my most favorite childhood brands together into one product. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mar- Super Mario Legos are going to be a thing. They are, yeah. It, the only problem is it's it's not quite the way I I would have wanted it. It's a monkey's paw of a Lego. Yeah. <laughs> I get what they're doing. It's for kids because it's a toy for children. Yes. But uh, it skews a little younger than I think I I would have hoped it would. It it has a little. It's it's a Lego set, but mm-hmm. it also has this little electronic Lego Mario that has like a screen on his on his tum and his eyes. And he's his not eyes. really little. He's, it's a pretty big thing, like figurine. Yeah, he's not like like a Lego fig size. size. Yeah, he's like a Duplo man. Yeah, uh, and it reacts to the the things you build. Like if you build a Goomba and make him jump on it, it'll make that noise and like mm-hmm. he'll collecting get some, coins. Yeah, and... you collect coins with it, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but there's but, not like a board game associated with it. It is just a play set. Yeah, it, it's just for active play and imagination. Like what, you know, like what kids like. Like what kids like. <laughs> yes, this set seems to skew a little younger. I, and I don't want to fault it for that. I that's, don't either. That's fine. It it's, looks like a great toy for kids. Legos are for kids. I hope they come out with more standard More set. standard sets. Well, for the adult collector. I've heard rumor that they're going to do a minifig series of Mario characters, oh. which like, oh, there goes all my money. Okay, yeah, that's you fine. Like, you mean like in the blind bag, like they've yeah. been doing for like the Batman stuff and yep. then the other stuff? Yep. Oh yeah, I've been buying the DC superhero ones. I've the, picked up a couple of those as well. Cool. I finally found an Aquaman, so I'm done buying those blind bags. <laughs> it's, the, it's the stupid 90s Aquaman with the mullet and the hook hand. Yes. And his accessory is just a fish that he holds on to. It's just a fish. I just, I really want Huntress. Yeah. And I really want that Wonder Woman with the skirt. Oh, that's a really good one. Yeah. If I had to pick another one, I would try to find Batmite because that's actually Which pretty cool. I have Batmite. You have the Batmite? Yeah. Okay. He, yeah. He's got a little Lego uh, first issue of Batman. Oh, nice. Nice. He, he holds. That's excellent. Yeah. If they put out a Lego, a minifig set of the Mario characters, that would be cool. At that point, you could just buy a castle set. Yeah. But and like, populate it with Bowser and stuff. If they came out with a $100 Peach's castle or Bowser's castle, I would have bought it. Oh. I would have, hands down, I would have bought that. I probably wouldn't have bought it, but I would get real shaky about it. Yeah. I mean, I will probably buy some of these because they do have little cool elements. Sure. That look like Mario characters or Mario background objects. It has like, a Goomba. He has a little Goomba. There's a little Yoshi. Yeah, there's a the, Yoshi. There's a the bit of Yoshi. That they've released. Yeah. I'm like, okay, you got me there. I'll, yeah. I'll buy that. Yeah. But like, I don't feel the need to own all of it. Right. What if they did a Lego 
Mario Kart series. That would be cool. A bunch of cars with Lego Mario figs. Like that Connect series, Connects series they used to have. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I remember those, yeah. yeah. Oh, man, give me Wario's Purple Coop yeah. as a Lego set. I do have like a weird soft spot for Lego cars. Yes. I don't know why, but I, I saw a Ferrari mm-hmm. in at uh, Meyer the other day for 20 bucks, and I almost bought it. I was like this close. There's a Fiat set. There's a there's a set of my car. It's yellow and not blue, but <laughs> there is a set of my car, and I have kind of considered it because that it looks nice. It looks really cool. Legos are great. Yeah, they they really are. <laughs> I think that's the point of this yeah. news topic. Legos are great. Mario's great. Yeah. This set is less than I, ideal. But... I just I just hope they like. I know I complain like they do like license sets like crazy and not enough, not enough of like the regular stuff. Oh yeah, I, sure. I agree. It's I, almost all licensed at this point. Yeah, the yeah. only the only regular theme they do anymore is city, basically city, yeah. city. And I guess you can. Uh, kind there was of... a new space set they recently just put out. Really? Yeah, mm. I've been seeing them around. They, if you go to the Lego stores, they have other uh, license, not yeah. non licensed set. I like the the Ghost Hunter oh, ones. Yeah, uh, with the augmented one. reality Those stuff. Those are really clever. Those are really cool. Have really good, uh, unique pieces. Yes, I really wanted to get that. I think it was like a a haunted lighthouse set. There's a haunted lighthouse set. There's a haunted school bus. Yeah, set. I saw that There's one. Yeah. Which school that turns school. into a monster? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it's a very cool set. Oh, my my favorite team got kicked off of Lego Masters, and I'm real mad about oh, it. Oh, what is it? What the, team was it? Oh, it was the, the cosplay girls. Oh, oh, bummer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which I I looked them up, and the one girl does, like, uh, really cool 3D printing stuff and, mm-hmm. like, a, a, a cool tech stuff like that. She's really I, awesome. I looked up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's the one with the uh, tattoo sleeve, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Amy something yes yeah i looked them both up as well and yeah some of the stuff they do was phenomenal like her she had a cost she had a lego costume cosplay yeah that she 3d printed like the chest piece to be able to snap Hmm. lego pieces onto Hmm. and that's awesome she has a implant of a rfid key for her tesla (laughs) so she can open her tesla with with just her hand yeah that's Awesome and impressive. <laughs> the and future. All, and talk about like, you know, elective surgeries. Yeah. Mm. Um, but I've talked about Lego Masters on here before. It's a really great show. It's, it's a very good show. Yeah. yeah. I never I never got around to watching it. I, I'll probably still keep watching it. But man, they they got robbed. Yeah. Their build was even really good. Yeah. They did a cyberpunk city. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Well, that's right up your alley. Yeah. <laughs> oh, have you guys been playing the new Lego mobile game? No, the what? turn-based RPG one. I did a little bit, but it w- it was buggy on my phone, and also I don't have hardly enough storage space. Ah, uh, it seemed like it's pretty good though. It's not. It's not bad. Like you get different minifig guys or whatever, and they all have special powers. And if you mm. have themed teams, they they build off of each other and have like super moves and, and stuff. There's a nice. lot of um, deep pools pulls into really past Legos. There's there's a Blacktron guys. Oh, nice. Uh, the wizard, like the old, the old school wizard. wizard. Yeah. Oh wow. How far? How deep into microtransactions does the game go? Do they give you the ability to get new characters at a fairly reasonable clip, or is um, it de- 
pay to win basically it's not so much pay to win you buy like little blind bags or whatever sure with the yeah. gems and you can get tokens to unlock characters okay but do you do they give out the gems fairly regularly or do you hit a point is it like uh animal crossing pocket camp where once you hit there's a hard line where they pretty much make you start paying for things not really. I, I seem to get characters pretty quickly. Okay. But also the game just came out, so they're like throwing events and all kinds of like uh, things at you right now. Well, I, might, I might have to uh, download that here after the show. I'm not terribly deep into it. Half the time I keep forgetting it's on my phone. It, it has uh, Basil the Bat Lord and Winda the Witch from no way. that product line. Oh, wow. I forget what that one was called, but it was basically like Mo- uh, Universal monster Lego character. Yeah, kind of. man, I remember that. I almost bought that whole set. I remember Basil the Bat Lord because he was one of the boss characters in Lego Racer. Yeah, the Nintendo sixty four racing game, which I absolutely love. That game rules. That is super good. I love the the car building. So yes, that you literally build Legos into a little cart and drive I, it around. I would play that game for hours. <laughs> and the the physics on that game were correct. If you put too many bricks on one side and not the other. It will drift to one to one side, which is kind of impressive for a Nintendo 64 game. Yeah. Oh, I have, a, I have a retro spaceman on my team. Oh, nice. See, I would want to try to get the Lego Explorer. I think Lego Explorer guy. Oh, uh, Johnny Thunder. Johnny Thunder. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because I had all of the Egypt sets. Every every those single were, one. Those were so cool. They were really cool. We've talked about Lego way too much this episode. That's who cares. Lego's great. <laughs> I bought the Mandalorian battle pack today. Oh, you did. It's just like four Mandalorian minifigs and a little like hover bike. But I'm like, I gotta have these Mandos. Yeah, heck yeah. yeah. This is the way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's only fifteen bucks. Like. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey. Okay. What do you guys pick a next topic? Hey, there's an Avengers Zone coming to Disney, one of the Disney parks. Yeah. Probably should know which one. Hopefully it's not California because it's not open right now. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. But uh, it has, they're putting an Avengers-themed world in Disney. They'll probably all have it eventually. eventually. Like Star Wars. Yeah. Where, you know, you can meet your favorite heroes. Mm-hmm. And as of right now, they're going to put in a Spider-Man ride that sounds really cool, mm-hmm. um, where it's one of those a uh, shooting gallery style rides like a Toy Story Midway Mania. Yeah. Or, uh, or like a, in Universal Parks, the Men in Blacks shoot, shoot oh, the yeah. uh, alien thing. Yeah. yeah. Ex- except this one has like kind of an AR aspect where you're shooting web out your wrist and it'll look like you're shooting web at spider bots, I guess. That's awesome. Um, It, t- it takes place apparently in a building that's like it's some sort of teenager science expo that oh cool that stark uh stark labs is or what stark industries stark industries is running um and and spider-man has built all these spider bots and they run amok so you go through the ride that that fake flies through the avengers cam- uh, campus that you're at like it's it all takes place in one room but it looks and will feel like you're just flying around the kid. Oh, uh, that's really cool. Swinging around the campus. That's really, and really you cool. Take out these spider bots with your web device that Spider-Man gives you. Awesome. It basically sounds like they're kind of developing almost a world with a story, kind of like how they did with the with the, the Star Wars area. Yes, it's very much like the Star Wars area where it's kind of like Avengers Ren Fair. And that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I'm <laughs> well, Which... one, Avengers Ren Fair is a comic book convention 
<laughs> but two, no, that sounds really awesome. I like it a lot. Well, yeah, because that's, that's, that's what the, the Star Wars land is. Star Wars Ren Faire. It is. Everybody is pretending to be a Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a dollar. Go 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 see a Star Wars. Go War. see a Star Wars. <laughs> Which they've, they've talked about how the land will work, and apparently it's it's a separate dimension from the movies oh. that's adjacent to it. So instead of Earth 616 or sick or Earth... I forget what the movie universe Earth designation is, but whatever it is, it's yeah. adjacent to that. Yeah, so that's why Iron Man is still alive. Oh, uh, yeah. You know. Yeah. And apparently if you talk to the characters, some of them will understand that's how this works. Like if you talk to Doctor Strange about the multiverse, oh. he'll tell you, yeah, this is a pocket dimension. Gotcha. Like, oh, okay. No, that's clever. That's ex- That's really clever. I like yeah, that. There's, there's a Hank Pym uh, themed restaurant where the food is weird sizes. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Like a t- pile of tiny cheeseburgers. Uh, like a big pretzel. Oh, you know, like, yeah. like they took a regular size pretzel and made it big. That's awesome. Um, there's a chicken sandwich that has real big chicken and tiny bread. <laughs> <laughs> so KFC. Yeah, I, I read all this on Nerdist the other day. Oh, that is phenomenal. It is it is almost exactly like the Star Wars land, but Avengers. So if you're more into Avengers than Star Wars, then, you know, this is this is for you. I also feel like if they say it's a, you know, separate dimension, they can pull references from the comics, not just the movies. They could do whatever they want. Yeah, they exactly. They said uh, Squirrel Girl might pop up in the science, the, the teenage science zone. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. That's perfect. I mean, you just bought Sam's ticket. Yeah. You, you pr- pretty much. Yeah. Well, yeah, me too. I, yeah. I, I love Squirrel Girl. <laughs> All right. Hey, we have a couple of quick uh, movie trailers to talk about. Uh, since we're talking about, about Avengers stuff, let's go ahead and talk about the Black Widow trailer. They dropped the third and final uh, for the upcoming movie, and it highlights the villain of the film, Taskmaster, a lot. And for the first time, I am on board, like 100% on board with uh, Taskmaster. I think he's looks really good. Yep. They're, the, it, they're leaning really heavy into he has watched v- video of all of the Avengers doing their special moves. Yeah, like you see him do like a, a Black Panther move. Yes. He pulls out a bow like Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. He throws his shield like Captain America. Yeah. Uh... In the international trailer, we didn't watch. We watched the American trailer. In yeah. the international trailer, he sw- does a swing on a grapple wire like Spider Man, mm. and he does no, a- no, no, Night Monkey, Night Monkey, Night yes. Monkey, <laughs> yeah, and he does a uh, backflip into a three point stance, kind of like Black Widow herself. Mm-hmm. Well, they, 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 it's different from the other one that was in this trailer. They both do it at the same time, and it's kind of a parallel mirror, mirror yeah. image kind of thing. And that's really cool. I mean, to be fair, he's head of the Red Room. And that's kind of like the Black Widow assassin move. You see a lot more of the Red Room uh, ladies as well. And it gave me serious Street Fighter M. Bison and his army of brainwashed dolls vibes. Which is accurate. Is Cammy just Black Widow? British Black Widow? Yeah. 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 <laughs> this trailer made me more excited for the yes. movie than I was previously. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I was never not going to see this movie, but I wasn't like super into it. Mm-hmm. But now like kind of getting there. <laughs> yeah. I'm curious since we've got Red Guardian and stuff, if they're going to make at least maybe some references to the other Winter Guard. Probably. 
they'll probably say that the Winter Guard was active in the 80s. They'll just get because in this Red Guardian is old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's old and retired. I'm, I'm interested though. I like maybe like maybe a flashback. That would be kind of neat. I just want to see Ursa Major. <laughs> mm-hmm. The man that is also a bear. Yes, that is that. That's it for me. That's yeah. all I need. Yeah. Oh, and okay. So the other trailer is another comic book property. Uh, it is for a movie that is. Is it out now or is it coming I think out? It is out. I think it's. it's I think it's. Yeah, I think it'll be out this weekend. This yeah, weekend. If it, yeah, if it's not out the, now, it comes out soon. Soon. Bloodshot from Valiant Comics. You know, everybody knows Blood. Everybody. Everyone knows Valiant Comics. Everybody knows Valiant if, Comics. If you were a hardcore teen in the early to mid '90s, you probably know Valiant Comics. Because they had things like Ninjak and the Eternal Warrior, who is, if a Viking got Iron Man armor, that kept him alive forever. <laughs> Didn't they also do uh, Sheen Kabuki? Yeah, they did. Yep, they sure did. And they eventually got the rights to Quantum and Woody, which is mm-hmm. a great comedy series. It's very, very funny. But anyway, Bloodshot stars... <laughs> uh, Ninjak is a ninja who will lift your car up if you get a flash. <laughs> <laughs> or he'll steal it. Yeah. yeah, I thought he was a Pokemon, but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Bloodshot stars Vin Diesel, everyone's favorite uh, Groot man Riddick and man. Groot man Riddick fan and car <laughs> aficionado street shark, your dungeon master and your best friend, your dungeon <laughs> master and best friend Vin Diesel. But so this is about they're they're doing a, a play on the original uh, version of the character in which. This guy was a soldier. He died. They put him back together and inject nanites into his blood that allow that gives him super strength and some computer learning. And he can heal himself almost instantaneously from any wound. But it's really gross to look at. It's gross to look at. And when he's doing it, his skin turns white and he has a red glow on his center of his chest, which looks a lot like the original comics character who had pale white skin and our and his costume had a red circle in the center the whole the twist and he's it starts off as like a revenge movie and they say all this stuff in the trailer he is brought back to life by this company he gets a memory that of the people that murdered his girlfriend and also murdered him and he goes for revenge so he kills the person and then they shut him off and he wakes up in the lab with memories of a different person in the same spot that murdered his fam, his girlfriend and himself. It's RoboCop meets the crow. Yes. Meets gar- trash. Kinda. Yeah. <laughs> so th- this comp, this company that brought him back to life is actually using him to assassinate other people and are just subbing in who the person who needs the vendetta the, against who the perpetrator is. He's Null, the perfect soldier from the metal gear. Kinda. Guys. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, the trailers look okay, but Josh, you were saying that early reviews are, are not, not great. Are not looking great. One one thing I read in its tagline was "Bloodshot should have stayed on the slab." Yeah. Uh, let's do the old Rotten Tomatoes. That's let's do it. But uh, <laughs> you know, I have a hard time taking any movie seriously with Vin Diesel in it. Honestly, yeah, I think they need a certain level of corny cheesiness to work. Yeah. 
if they made it more goofy, like if The Rock was in the role and they gave, <laughs> because at least The Rock has some kind of charm. And charisma. And charisma. Don't get me wrong. I like Vin Diesel. He has his moments. He loves D&D and is real into those street sharks. Although I heard they were talking about that on uh, uh, What a Cartoon the other day. Jo- Cody, have you, did you listen I, to it? I've only listened to the beginning. I okay. They, they mention it during the uh, history recap. And apparently Vin Diesel was hired by the toy fair and he spent, he was the entire weekend hyping different toy lines. It wasn't just street sharks, but he was the hype man for toys. He was a hype man for <laughs> toys. And I guess he was really putting in the work. He was having to memorize speed pitches and stuff for all these different toys wow. from the 94th year and apparently there wasn't supposed to be any video for it so they're thinking someone in the from that was a higher up for the uh either the toy company or the guy who created street sharks had secretly videotaped it and was trying to backdoor shop around a street sharks movie because it got leaked to the internet around the time that the uh teenage mutant ninja turtles reboot the the bad one. That sounds plausible. Yeah. The bad one. The the Michael, the Bay. Michael Bay one. Oh. Yeah. So it yeah. got leaked around that time, and I think they were trying to go, hey, Vin Diesel likes Street Sharks. Maybe you should like Street Sharks enough to make a live action Street Sharks, because Street <laughs> Sharks. The only problem is that no one ever liked Street Sharks. Have you I watched did? any of it? No. I own it. The animation is so bad. Oh, I know, but I own it. It's... It is sub last season of original turtles bad. It is it is season five of X-Men the animated series bad. <laughs> when they went to the uh, Korean animation studio, the bad one. Mm. Acom? A- yeah, I think that's it. Acom, yeah, because TMS is the good one. Yes, that's the Japanese one. Yeah. Uh, Bloodshot has a 34% on Rotten Tomatoes. Hey, yo! So, yeah, right. great. Nope, it's not awesome. Especially for such like an obscure thing from such an obscure comic company. Yeah, <laughs> and the beginning of a cinematic universe. Well, it'll be an attempt. Like Dracula. It'll be the- Untold was an attempt. And then the mummy, the mummy was an attempt. I, I don't think you can you can say we're doing a cinematic universe. Like you have to just make a movie. And see and if, if it works. Good, you do another. Then, then you do it. But yeah, or else think... you pull, or you you pull a universe. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I don't think you can do it in advance. No, <laughs> no, you can't. I think by that point, when you're putting that much resources into it, you've already blown it. Like, I mean, yeah. even DC's kind of backing out of their own universe. <laughs> They've pretty much said that all their movies the, nowadays they're standalones unless they're not. Yeah. Unless unless told otherwise. I mean. And that's fine. The only super Whatever. successful thing that got going on is like their TV stuff. And even then they brought in uh, Ezra Miller for The Flash. Shazam was good. Harley Quinn was great. Birds of Prey was amazing. Yeah. I still haven't seen it. It's awesome. You need, yeah. I, you, you gotta. They dropped a clip from the new, the next season of Harley Quinn. Oh, they did. Today. And she bites off the penguin's nose. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> that's a nice reference to uh, the 92 yeah, when where Peg he bites went, off that guy's nose. Where he doesn't bite it off. But he, he just d- bites it real he, hard. He darn near bites it oh, off. Yeah. Harley just bites it right off his face. Wow. <laughs> All right. And he's voiced by Wayne Knight. Yeah. Which is great. It's pretty great, too. 
All right, so we have like two minutes of show left, so let's... Okay, well... Let's rattle through... Um, this is going to sound like school cancellations and delays, Yes, but it's for every event we, we should We should do it. We should do it like a school cancellation yeah. delay. Hey, everybody, put on your surgical masks. Yeah. It's Corona news. Okay, are we going to like go you know, one at a time? And, and, yeah. Okay. Uh, E3, the Electronic Entertainment Expo, is canceled. Emerald City Comic Con is canceled. Fast and the Furious 9, delayed. One a, year. Uh, one year delay. The NBA and NHL is canceled. Baseball, delayed. M- Mulan has a two-hour delay. <laughs> <laughs> the New Mutants is uh, it, staff only. <laughs> uh. Critical staff only. <laughs> That movie's been delayed twice it's, now. It's been delayed more than twice. Yeah, it's the, been it's been years. This it time, has now been years. This time it's because of coronavirus. Yes. But, uh, yeah, it's affecting everything. Everything. We don't know if we'll have any news for a show next week. We'll yeah. see. Yeah, coronavirus might start up affecting us. I don't yeah. know. We'll find out. I mean, it's already affecting me. Yeah. I mean, my my LARP events are being canceled. Yeah. Uh, we're now up to three. There were a couple of events down in Columbus, uh, movie stuff that I had planned on going to that are no longer going they, anymore. They've cut down seating at the great the gateway, so there's not more than a hundred people in there. At oh, any really? Time. Oh, I hadn't heard that. But yeah, if anyone hasn't heard, the Ohio governor is canceling any event that has a hundred people or more. Also, school and school kids oh, aren't yeah. going to school for like a month, yeah. at least. And they're going to uh, the online uh, courses temporarily Mm -hmm. for colleges, but for K through 12, it's just they're just not going spring break. It's a long spring break. Yeah. Uh, They're treating it like snow days, kind of. Yeah. So it means they're going to be going to school until like the end of June. But, you know, that's what you get. Oh, man, Mm -hmm. we got to hit. I mean, that sucks. Coronavirus sucks. Yeah, we got one more. Let's let's end on a high note. A weird note. A weird note. Uh, Reggie fils former president of Nintendo... And creator of the Bigfoot Pizza. pizza. <laughs> ...is uh, joining the board of directors at GameStop. Yeah! Which is a lot like becoming captain of the Titanic after it hit the iceberg. Yes. Yes. But maybe Reggie can turn it around. If, if, if anyone can. It's the I, Reginator. I have, tr- I have faith <laughs> in the Reginator. Yeah, their body is ready. <laughs> I was just kidding. To get you to pre-order Doom Eternal. <laughs> hey, I want to play it. Yeah. Man. He, well, he's going to save everything with the new Bigfoot pre-order. <laughs> you, you know, here's one thing I'm wondering about Doom. With all the memes like with Doom and Animal Crossing with mm-hmm. Isabel stuff going on, I wonder if they're going to throw in something like a DLC or something stupid. <laughs> I've seen people mock up, like make... You know how you can make custom shirts and wall yeah. hangings and stuff yeah. in Animal Crossing? People, you can actually trans, um, use the same barcodes from New Leaf into the new one. So people have been making Doom Eternal shirts <laughs> and, and wall art and stuff. Uh, I saw one where somebody uh, modded the first Doom and the, like, the little collectible Doom guys you can find around. Uh, they they put in Isabel and you could fist bump a little Isabel. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Reggie, this is a good this is a good step in the right direction for GameStop. I don't know if it's enough. 
I don't know if it's a good step in the right direction for Reggie. Well, no, it's a step in retirement. Oh yeah, that's true. He's gonna get a fat like severance package when. Yeah, I'm trying not to be that cynical, but that's kind of what it looks like a little bit. But we'll see what happens. Maybe, maybe they'll turn it around. Well, who knows? For for GameStop, they've been over the years trying and changing their model Mm -hmm. because it's not really working. Gaming as a whole is going more digital, which kills their entire shtick. Yeah, and then they and then they bought uh, ThinkGeek. And tried to push that stuff. Yeah, they tried to be a toy store there for a while, basically. Yeah. And now, from stuff I've read, they're trying other types of gaming formats. Yeah, you mentioned something about, like, a tabletop Yep, there's, lounge. like, uh, it's called, like, GameStop Social or something like that. Mm. Which like, bad name. If you want to be innovative, you know, Reggie's a good guy to get a hold of. He is, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I think he genuinely loves gaming and yeah. loves the gaming community. So I could see him... Trying to save a staple of the gaming yeah. community. A, a, yeah. pil- a pillar of it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I wish him the best of luck. I hope I hope he can f- get something figured out with it. I really do. Man, I remember when they said Marion was gonna get a game crazy. I don't remember what a great game crazy is. It was Blockbuster's gaming wing. Oh, I thought that oh. I thought it was Hollywood videos. It was some I thought it was Blockbusters. I, oh, maybe. I don't know. It's been that was a whole that was another lifetime ago. Yeah, <laughs> when there was more than one game retail store you could go to. Yeah, yeah. and then GameStop bought them all. Yep. They, yeah. they snatched up the EB games. I miss Babbage's. Fun, the Funko Land. Yeah, Babbage's. Yeah. When I first started working uh, for GameStop, it was still called Babbage's. Yeah, I remember the Babbage's in the mall. Yeah. Yep. It was a supply closet or something that they had reformatted into a game <laughs> store. Basically, right? It was a shoe store. But it was so, sh- the store was like so shallow. Yeah, I know. It had like a huge back room or something? It was gigundous. Really? And like all the shelves were built into the walls and it had one of those old style library track ladders. Oh, wow. And That's... then written in Sharpie on the edges of these shelves were shoe brands. Oh, interesting. Yep. That's crazy. It's like PlayStation is Nike, Nintendo is Reebok. I mean, seriously, that back room is huge. It is, it's bigger than the store and taller. Like, it, it's really high up in the back. Yeah. Huh. yeah. All right, well, hey, we have hit time, so let's go ahead and wrap things up. You have been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you very much for tuning in. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You got social media? We know you do. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram at Nerd Overload Now. It just feels right. It feels right ha- hearing you say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We didn't like awkwardly pause for a second and wait for you to say it and <laughs> yeah, realize that you weren't like here. Like every other episode. <laughs> oh, but Samantha's not here to tell you that you can send us an email at staff at nerdoverload.com. Yeah. One day we'll get us all in the same room at the same it's time. It's going to happen eventually. <laughs> Law of averages. Yeah. It'll be our reunion show. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and you can give us a call on the Nerd Overload hotline, which is my part to say. <laughs> At uh, 586-372-8020, uh, give us a call and uh, tell us your favorite GameStop memory. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can find the show on any podcast catcher like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and more. We have a Patreon, patreon.com backslash nerdoverloadnow if you like the show and you want to help support us. You can head over there and find out ways to do that. You can get the show a couple days early, which is pretty cool. 
And uh, lastly, I'd like to thank David Pencil for the use of our intro and outro. You can find more of his stuff over at davidpencil.com. So again, thank you all for tuning in, and uh, we will be back next week. I'm going to go buy more hand sanitizer. Peace out. <laughs>